I'm John Gormley. Good to have you here, and thanks for checking in wherever we find you on this day, Midweek Wednesday, Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener coming up. At 11 o'clock this morning. So glad you've checked in here. And yes, the countdown continues. My final radio show before I transition to another life is on Friday. I guess you do call that retirement, but I'm not the retiring sort. But it has been an absolutely wonderful run. Uh, we have a ton of stuff on here today. Let's go straight to uh, Ottawa. The conservative finance critic, uh, the MP for Calgary Forest Lawn, uh, Jasraj Singh Halan... And he has been watching closely, as Canadians were, the fall economic statement presented by Finance Minister and Deputy Prime Minister Krisha Freeland yesterday. Well, not much changes with the deficit. It's still $40 billion this year, and they're still spending $21 billion more than they had said they were going to spend uh, just a few months ago in the budget. So they're going to make up with it by cutting the military, among other things. Mr. Halan, joining us now, Jazz. Thanks for taking our call. Good to have you here. Hey, thanks for having me, John. Uh, your sense as you watched this yesterday? What were you looking for? What did you see? Well, we were looking for some type of hope. We were looking for interest rates to come down because Canada's most at risk in the G7 for a mortgage default crisis, and that's it's because the government spent more than this Liberal NDP government spent more than every government before them combined, which fueled 40-year highs in inflation. That made the governor of the Bank of Canada raise interest rates at the most rapid rate in Canadian history. So there was, we didn't see that in there. We wanted to see the, the axing of the quadrupling of the carbon tax. That's another thing we were looking for, so we could bring down the cost of gas, groceries, and home heating. We saw the prime minister do a massive flip-flop on this carbon tax scam, where he gave 3% of Canadians in Atlantic Canada a carve-out. Um, where his poll numbers were tanking, but left out the rest of Canadians. We didn't see that either. We wanted to see more more homes being built, not bureaucracy. So those are the things that we were looking for. At the end of the day, what did we end up with? We ended up with things like now prices are up, rent is up, debt is up, taxes are up, liberal photo ops are up, and now time is up. So the things we were looking for, we did not see inside of this uh, false hopes a statement that was that came out yesterday but, but there's a dilemma here isn't there i mean the more that government spends uh and they're staying at a 40 billion dollar deficit the more that ultimately is going to fuel uh inflation it's going to fuel the need for interest rates so they're under pressure to spend something on housing so where do they meet that uh, that sweet spot of actually overall spending less which they didn't do Look, this has been eight years of Liberal NDP incompetence to spend more money than every government between 1867 and 2015 combined. If you can put that together, it is, it is, it is, it is, it's mind blowing how a government could do that within eight years. And that's what drove up the interest rates because that fueled 40 year highs in inflation. What needed to happen was that we need, if they, if they were, if the finance minister followed her last year's fall economic statement, she uh, pretended to have a pa- balance back to uh, a pathway back to balanced budgets. She turned around and did a flip flop on that, and then poured 63 billion dollars of new spending after that last year of new fuel on the inflationary fire that she started. So, what what needed to be seen right now for interest rates to come down is that we needed to bring down the deficit. 
The governor of the Bank of Canada and even Christia Freeland, the finance minister, both have admitted that government deficits fuel inflation. And so the governor of the Bank of Canada's job, the only one lever that he really has to bring down uh, those, those uh, bring down inflation is raising interest rates. So that's what needed to be seen in here. We also didn't see a carbon tax relief for anyone else. And that would help Canadians in their pocketbooks today. That's, that's, we also wanted to see more supply in, inside of Canada. And if we talk to builders today, one of the biggest reasons they're not building is because of the high interest rates. So all of this government spending has led to the misery we're seeing in Canada today, where 2 million plus people are visiting a food bank in a single month, and one in five Canadians are skipping meals. Jasra Singh Halan is the uh, Conservative MP Calgary Forest Lawn, also the Conservative opposition finance critic. So the government did announce, and I was curious about this, uh, it is a new charter where Canadians can have an expectation of their bank, uh, temporary extensions of your amortization period, uh, waiving certain fees and costs, allowing prepayments and lump sums. But is any of this you know, a binding thing on the banks, or how is that going to work? Look, today, any measures that the this Liberal NDP government taking is just a band-aid. What needs to happen, the best way for us to address the mortgage default crisis that the IMF has labeled that Canadians are most at risk in the G7 for a mortgage default crisis. And as I highlighted before, the reason for that is because the government's deficits gave 40-year highs in inflation, which made the governor of the Bank of Canada raise its interest rates at the most rapid rate in Canadian history. Now we're in. Now Canadians are in a position where they're going to renew their mortgages. Uh, Seventy thousand plus are renewing every single month, and those those mortgage renewals are coming at, at at a minimum of double the rate because of all this government spending. The best way for us to help those people that are renewing mortgages today, or trying people trying to get into a home is to lower the government deficit, balance the budget so interest rates can come down. Then we don't need these band-aid measures. That's the biggest thing that a conservative government would do, would do immediately to, to give relief to Canadians. Good having you here today. Thanks for taking the time. Hey, thanks so much. Mr. Halan joining us in Ottawa. Jasrit Singh Halan, he's a conservative finance critic. Uh, so what was in this thing yesterday? Uh, the... Announced deficit this year is still $40 billion. A government did announce a new plan. And of course, anytime we talk about deficits, regardless of whatever the party stripe is, always be careful because when they project ahead, uh, you know, they are simply doing that. But Ms. Freeland says, uh, they will in the future hold deficits to uh, 1% of the gross domestic product, which would mean future deficits. Not the forty billion this year, or the thirty-eight billion next year, but future deficits will be no more than thirty-two billion dollars. Yes, and of course the servicing of that accumulated debt, which is now one point two trillion dollars, and you remember, and Mr. Halan just mentioned that from Confederation to twenty fifteen, the accumulated debt was about $680 billion from Confederation to late years ago. From then it goes to 680 to 1.2 trillion. So the interest on the debt this year will be $46.5 billion. 2028, 
it will be $61 billion. That's just to pay the interest on the debt. So that was a little bit of the takeaway. Uh, the government is going after you, uh, particularly in cities that are restricting Airbnbs and VRBO. Uh, those cities, Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver. They're also sending $50 million to the cities to help them enforce their restrictions on short-term rentals. Uh, they think that if you aren't renting your house out on Airbnb or VRBO, it would be available for longer-term rental. So what they're doing is eliminating the income tax deduction you get on rental expenses, which you can do, of course, if you have rental property. If it's a short-term rental, you will not be able to make that claim under the Income Tax Act. So that's a little bit. Uh, how much uh, going into housing? Billions, but it will be low-interest loans through CMHC. So up to $15 billion in new loan financing. So that doesn't show up on the government books. It shows up on Canada Mortgage and Housing's books. So that was a little bit of Christian Friedland yesterday. Well, we have a few things to talk about today. The hour of the big stories is next, where we go to the stories that are on your mind here. I'm John Gormley. This is 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. I'm John Gormley. So uh, the fall economic statement yesterday, Christian Freeland, the Deputy Prime Minister, Minister of Finance. Do you keep track of this? <laughs> I do, and I wish I didn't. I do professionally for you. I don't know in my after-radio life if I'm still going to keep track of it quite as carefully, but I will still be exercised by it. 2019 federal budget, the Trudeau government bailed out the biggest media in Canada. You remember? $595 million to failing newspapers, to failing media. They had a lobby group called News Media Canada. They have groveled and begged and believe in their journalistic integrity is still sound. Yeah, 600 million bucks. Well, in addition to that, there was a $50 million local journalism initiative. So 595 million plus 50. Then there was a $60 million special dedicated pandemic emergency support fund for the media. So keeping track, 6050, that's 110 on top of 595, that's 695, 705. Then in 2021, they gave them a $10 million special measures for journalism top up. <laughs> well, guess what they did yesterday? Another $129 million. <laughs> so the pay of journalists, the government of Canada will look after for every journalist a tax credit of just shy of $30,000. Now, this doesn't apply to broadcasters. Good. Um, but my goodness. And you know the failing media model is failing. But the government now will be approaching that 705, that's 129. Yeah. So they're uh, over 800 million. They're moving in on $850 million. So not until they hit a billion dollars, which of course they give the CBC a billion for a year. Um, they will be happy. But uh, that is what News Media Canada walks away with uh, yesterday as well. Uh, Michael Geist, the great 
professor in law at Ottawa U, whose specialty uh, is internet and media law. Geist says part of this is you and I being asked to bail out the government's epic miscalculation on their online news act. Do you remember? They were going to get 300 million bucks a year extracting it from Facebook and Instagram, who simply said, no, we're just not going to carry news anymore. So the law doesn't apply to them. Google is still negotiating, and they think they can get uh, upwards of $150 million a year from Google. But Google's made it clear that when this bill takes effect next month in December, Google might also stop news links, which would be quite significant. Because, of course, if you go into Google and you Google Regina, Saskatchewan News, you're going to get websites like ours that have links to our news stories. Google may just remove any links to any news stories on any Google platforms. Now, there are still many search engines. There's Bing, there's DuckDuckGo, there's all the different search engines. They will still have news stories in them. But even the Google issue is not certain. Google and Meta approached it two different ways. Meta just said, we're out of here. Google has said, well, we'll keep talking, but we may be out of here uh, come the first week of December. So... Uh, Michael Geist says yesterday's $129 million was bailing out the government's epic miscalculation in going after big tech. So that was a little bit more buried or embedded in the fall economic statement yesterday. Uh, some other things. Um, nothing, sorry, I can't say this with a straight face. Nothing says I'm really concerned about housing and new home construction and uh, multi-unit family construction like setting up a new government department. So there will be a new government department called the Department of Housing, Infrastructure, and Communities to be announced. Uh, also, uh, I did mention when we were talking to Mr. Holan, the conservative critic, they're agreeing with the banks to a thing called the Canadian Mortgage Charter. It doesn't require the banks to do anything, but you can have an expectation as a Canadian that if you're renewing your mortgage this year, and for some, it might be a real challenge, uh, you can get temporary extensions of the amortization period. The banks have agreed to that. Also, certain fees and costs will be waived, including if you want to make lump sum uh, payments and prepayments. And there will also be extended, quote, contact with renewal options. So that's what we know as we start this day. What else do we know? Well, the Legislative Assembly got interesting yesterday. Was some MLA responsible for the gang that showed up and began chanting and closed down the legislature? Premier Mo thinks so. And actually, I predicted it here. I told you a week ago what was going to happen. And I was correct. This is 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.